your number one job and the only job you have is to show up as the best self that you can possibly be in every single given moment with every single person and every conflict and every challenge and every opportunity and every way that you can give and contribute. If you just made your number one focus to show up and be your best self with some grace (laughs) in each moment, your life will be incredible and extraordinary. We hear a lot about the mindset tools that can help us get the most out of our careers, including visualization. But what does that look like and where do you get started? Hi, this is Diana Burnell O'Leary with another episode of Job Talk Weekly. Today we talk with transformational life coach from New Zealand, Bernadette Logue, about the many different ways visualization can boost your career and help you even if you're not sure what you want to do next. And she'll help you get started with some free resources. Gotta love free. Okay, let's jump in. We're talking with Bernadette Logue, known to most people as B. She is the leader of The Daily Positive, a transformation life coach and the author of three personal growth books. She is guiding you on how to master your mind and live consciously and soul aligned. Hi, B. Welcome to Job Talk Weekly. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, it's our pleasure. On your website, The Daily Positive, you have a ton of free resources about achieving your goals, your dreams, how to have a positive mindset. And that's actually how I found you was through your visualization exercise. So for today, we want to focus on careers. Tell us how people can use visualization for their careers. So visualization, just so that people listening understand, so I've got a long background in corporate career and I spent six years in recruitment helping people find jobs. So I am a transformation life coach and I do specialize in mindset and energy and goals, but I've also got a long background in career and I know how this applies in that arena, just so if yeah. people are wondering yes, <laughs> what kind of experience I bring to it. So I really do know. I've used visualization a lot myself. I've helped people who are going for jobs to use visualization to help themselves both when I was in recruitment, but also in my business now, coaching clients who are going for new jobs, job promotions. Now, I'll list out some different ways you could use it because it might surprise you the number of daily situations you can use visualization for. So the obvious things are going for a new job. So you're going to an interview Mm. and you want to prepare. And so you can visualize in advance. And I'll talk a little bit about what you would visualize, but you can prepare for a job interview. You can prepare for a job performance meeting like a performance review your annual review using visualization you might be wanting to ask for a for a salary increase Mm. or a promotion Mm -hmm. so you can use it to prep yourself for the meeting with your manager to prep how you want that meeting to go and what you want to say you can also use it for things like public speaking or networking i used to have to do a lot of networking so if you are a little nervous about public speaking or networking you can visualize to prepare your mind your nervous system, your emotional state, all in advance so that when you arrive in the moment, you're like prepped and primed, ready to be at your best self. Um, and difficult conversations, you know, sometimes I coach people and they're going through conflict in the workplace and or they have to lead a team and there's some conflict. You can use visualization to prepare yourself to be a really strong, calm and confident and assertive leader or to be really calm in the face of a challenging person, which to be fair is a necessary skill, right? Right, right. <laughs> 
So that's great because it's not just about one thing. You're talking about a tool that you could use every day for your success at the workplace, not about just finding one particular job. It's, and it's not just a goals thing. You can use visualization. Mostly people use it for goals. Like I want to get this. I want this to go well. So I'm going to visualize. But you can use it in difficult situations as well. I use it regularly. I, Like I said, I use it in my corporate career. I use it now. And um, you want to think about visualization as this, a tool for peak performance, full stop. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It primes your brain, your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, and your feelings are your emotional system, energy and motion, emotion inside your body. So it primes your mind, your brain, your body, your emotional system, all aspects of you to be calm and prepared as if the thing has already happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to remind people that your website is thedailypositive.com because a lot of what you are talking about today can be found on the website. But I also want to talk about the skeptics first, because I feel yeah. like when we hear about athletes, Olympians, and people know that they use visualization, a lot of people accept that, that visualization is a part of sports, of physical success those same people can be skeptical about using visualization for other things. You know, they think it's a very tactical thing. So what type of experience have you had with people who were skeptical, who were naysayers and really weren't behind it, and somehow they, they changed their mind? Yeah. Well, hello, friends, because that was me. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right? Whatever. I was high-stress, high-strung, type-A personality, um, pessimistic, and on the surface just thought I was the bee's knees and that none of those things applied to me yeah. until I started to realize you will hit a performance ceiling. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're even having, spending any of your precious time listening to this about visualization, there's a part of you that wants to know and wants to believe. And the reality is, is that <clears throat> if you can get to your optimal self-actualization and peak performance in your career and nail it and be limitless without visualization, go for it. But the likelihood is you're here because something holds you back, yeah. because you're a little nervous, because some, you don't believe in yourself enough, because you've gone to meetings and it didn't go well, or you've gone for an interview, it didn't go well. And so you're looking for tools, right? And it's funny, you talk about athletes, because when I met my husband, a friend of his family as an Olympic athlete, was an Olympic athlete for New Zealand. She went for track and field. And I interviewed her and she talked about uh, visualization for, for example, her high jump. Now, the interesting thing is, is she didn't talk about the firing of the fibers of her muscle or anything like that. I will read to you what she said, mm. because this shows you this is not about physical movement. She said, if you can't see yourself doing something before you do it, you're in trouble. <laughs> nice. She said, I use visualization and training and also in my personal life and around home, to constantly be getting my mind believing what is possible. If I send you into an, into, a, into an interview and you say to me, you don't believe that you're ready to perform at your absolute best in that interview, then you're going to go in feeling, knowing inside of yourself that you're not ready. And what happens is it translates into the thoughts that come into your mind, into the words you speak, into your tone, into your body language. Yeah, yeah. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I even think of my mom sometimes when she would look at the budget or say, well, you know, we really can't get ahead. 
well, you're not going to get ahead if you keep saying that you're not going to get ahead. So this is the connection of everything that you're thinking. So tell us a little bit about a little bit more about what actually then prompted you to lead your corporate life and to go into coaching on your own. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I got to a point, I did 13 years in that arena. I started when I was 19, I left when I was 32. And so I worked for, I was really lucky, I had great jobs. I worked for Ministers of the Crown, I worked for Chief Executives and Board Members and in Executive Support Roles. And I ended up landing myself in operations and then I got into recruitment. And I absolutely loved recruitment for many reasons, but it was not my lifelong passion. Mm. And so what I realized in the later years of doing recruitment was that I ended up being put into putting being put in charge of leading and managing people and performance coaching people. And that's where I realized that that was really my calling and that's where my work best lay. And I'd always been into personal kind of understanding personal growth. And then I got into spirituality and anyway, it all kind of came together about 10 years ago. And I decided I was, as you do when you're sitting in a job and you know inside your heart, if you blink, you might wake up in 10 years and find yourself like a robot doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Who can relate to that feeling? (laughs) If I don't do something now, nothing's going to change. And so when you're in a job, I mean, I was surrounded by fabulous people, fabulous opportunities, like everything was beautiful, wonderful. And at the same time, it's okay to not feel fulfilled if that isn't the place that you're meant to be long term and so I was grateful and I was blessed and I knew something more was possible and calling me forward so you know anyone who's listening who's wanting to make a change for their career across industry completely different job types maybe just making a leap and not knowing what you're going to it takes a lot of courage but there's only one person to listen to don't listen to your partner don't listen to your parents don't listen to your children don't listen to Don't even listen to what recruiters tell you. Listen to what your own heart tells you because you will know if something is right for you. And then when you know what it is, then you start to figure out the tactics of how and what. And that's where you can start to use visualization. But sometimes you don't even know what it is you want. You just know what you don't want. And that's actually enough to get started. Well, I want to talk more about that because it is easy if someone says, I want to be a published author, I know exactly what I want, and they can visualize that success of being a published author. But how can people move forward if they know they want something different, but they're not sure what that is? Yeah, very good. So you will always know something, and here's what you want to hang your hat on and you want to lean into. If I have five minutes with someone, I can probably pull out about 20 things that they do want. And they're like, I don't know what I want. And within five minutes, I'll have 20 things they want. (laughs) The thing is that you know you want to be happy. You know you want to get up every morning and be wanting and willing and excited to go to work. You know you want to feel like your work makes a difference. You know you want to be surrounded by people that smile and crack jokes and laugh and are lighthearted. You know you want to work somewhere and for someone or for yourself where you can have some freedom that if you need to have a day off, you can have a day off. You know that you want to be um, rewarded financially in a way that allows you to feel good about what you're doing and trading your time or your skills. You know that you want whatever. There are certain things you know you want, and you might not know the job description or the title of the job or the company, but you do know a lot of factors, and here is the good news with visualisation. It's actually not always seeing a movie in your mind. People think visualise, I close my eyes and I have to see myself wearing a suit, holding a book that I've just published or, you know, walking around the office leading this team of people. You don't actually have to visually see it, which is kind of weird. 
thing to say, but some people don't even see when they visualize. The main thing, the biggest tip for visualization is feeling. Mm. You just need to embody what it feels like to be speaking confidently in an interview. Yeah. Embody what it feels like to have the person on the other side of your interview smiling at you going, that's amazing. Or just know what it feels like to be surrounded by work colleagues who are laughing and love you and appreciate you. Or what it feels like to have your boss tell you you just got a pay rise. That is what you want to tap into is the feeling and less of the detail. If you've got the detail, that's awesome. Play the detail yeah, yeah. in your visualization. But if you don't, you can go with what you do know and you want to generate the sensation. And people say, well, why is visualization so effective? And just remember this recipe. I call it your equation for creation. Mm. What you believe drives a lot of what you think. The way that you believe and think drives a lot of how you feel. And the way you feel in any given moment is going to dictate your choices, behavior, action, how you speak, how you hold yourself, your body language, how you come across. And all of that creates results belief, thought, feeling, action, results. So if you visualize to feel good and you're using your mind and belief and thought to focus on the way you want things to go, you're priming yourself to choose, behave, act and speak in that way. And guess what happens when you choose, behave, speak in a way that is like confident and relaxed? You perform better in job interviews, in meetings with your boss. Like it's just a no-brainer in terms of, practical logistical ways to show up and do your best in your career but it's also a reminder that you still have to do the work you can't just close your eyes and visualize and then voila you have a brand new job or a new (laughs) career this is part of of a process part of a routine maybe that's right it's totally a part of a routine for example I was coaching someone not for my work but someone that I know personally asked me for some help prepping them for their interview a really important interview the other day and you know we so we nail it down We're like what are all the kind of questions they're going to ask you why do you want to work for this brand why this job what do you have to offer give me specific examples of the times when you've done the things that they're going to ask you what kind of questions have you got to ask them so you can interview them as much as they're interviewing you you have to prepare because if you just sit around visualizing and manifesting and you turn up completely unprepared <laughs> with no answer <laughs> you've got to use your common sense right yeah. so yeah it's totally like a mixture of You want to think about yourself in terms of peak performance like this. You are not a machine, but you are this incredible being and your mind is a tool and you've got your memory and you've got your experiences and you've got your ability to express yourself and vocalize. You've got how you present yourself and you have to pull all the pieces of your magical toolkit together to show up and perform at your best. So if you ignore a part, like you can prepare all you want and spend hours and hours preparing and visualize. But if you get up and you don't brush your hair and put on a decent ironed piece of clothing, you're going to look a mess. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But there's some people, I was going to say there are some people who are impatient. I think there are also people who want immediate results. Can you talk about the timing and how people can manage their own expectations of how visualization can add to their, their lives? Yeah, I appreciate that. And I kind of really relate to that whole impatience thing. And I think it comes down to, I mean, you definitely get patience with age because you start to realize there is a, and I'm, this is not a, I'm not going to go deep into like a whole spiritual energetic viewpoint on life right now. Yeah, go, go a little, come on, go a little. I'm in California. You're allowed. It's good. But the, the thing is, is that your life is an unfolding. 
you are not the only person in this universe. Yeah. So there are a whole lot of pieces to the puzzle of your life. You are constantly in relationship with people, with opportunities, with organizations, with life itself, and you're in kind of a flow, okay? And if you, one, become impatient and make it all about yourself, you kind of cut yourself off from this very connected flow that you're a part of. So you know when you go for job interviews, there's other people involved. Other people are going for the jobs. Other people are interviewing you. It doesn't matter what era of your life, you're in connection with everything. Your number one job and the only job you have is to show up as the best self that you can possibly be in every single given moment with every single person in every conflict and every challenge and every opportunity and every way that you can give and contribute. If you just made your number one focus to show up and be your best self with some grace mm. <laughs> in each moment, yeah. your life will be incredible and extraordinary. And you don't really have to worry about forcing and pushing and all these other things because what that does is it puts you out of the flow and it puts pressure on you. And the second you put pressure on yourself, like it should have been happening by now, I should have found the job by now, I should have had my promotion by now, those perspectives, it shouldn't be this way, that perspective drives immediate belief, thought, feeling. The feelings are frustration, rage, mm. anger, impatient, upset. Now you're showing up and who wants to deal with people who are in anger, rage, impatience and frustration? No. <laughs> the answer is Not here. nobody. Yeah, it doesn't serve you. So, But you learn this with time is that, oh, by coming into this kind of state of alignment, showing up as my best self and dealing with impatience when it arises, it actually fast forwards me in my career. It fast forwards me. And I always say to people, like I've had to what recruiters call reject people. Okay, yeah. so that's a common term in recruitment in New Zealand. You have to give a rejection to something. Yeah. I hate the term. Oh, by the way, we, we reject the, in the US too. <laughs> Although some people are, are turning the term. You will love this. They're saying it's not rejection, it's redirection. I have had to redirect <laughs> or reject hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people yeah. over the years I did that job, literally. And here is the truth of the matter. If you hear no from someone or somewhere or something, if you hear no, don't waste your energy on resisting it because it is not your place it is not the place for you you can think it's the best job for you you can think it is the that's the ideal opportunity you can think you were born for it you can think you're better than the other people that are going for it even though you don't know anything about them <laughs> you have to trust in the process of your life and I say to people like if you get a no from this you have no idea what's going on inside that organization yeah those people hiring, they know. They probably just did you a favor because they know your personality wouldn't fit with some other person in there and it's going to save you heartache or they know that you'll outgrow it too fast. So when you hear a no and you're impatient and you're frustrated that you're not getting the things you want, I always say, give me the no's, give them, give them to me plenty, give them to me fast so I can brush them aside and keep powering forward so I can hear yes from my yes people. You want to hear no from the no people? so that you can be clear on where you don't belong. And I think there's a lot of pain for people in the job process, even on going for promotions. Like if, if, if an organisation is not promoting you and you are aggrieved and they don't value you, you really need to start thinking to yourself, is this the place I want to be? Yeah, yeah. Do I need to brush up and improve or do I, or does it not matter what I do, I'm not going to be moving forward here because someone's blocking my way? Well, you know what? 
thank your organization for showing me that you don't want me because now I can make a better choice for myself. So in life, you've always got one of two options. You can fight against and resist the facts of reality, which they call insanity, or you can say, I see what's going on here. How can I either be my best self to shift this situation or how can I make a better decision to support myself going in a new direction? And talk about how being more aware is so important. And I wonder if visualization, this whole process of creating a routine for yourself can help that because sometimes we get signs from the universe and sometimes they're very clear and sometimes they're they're not so clear, but we've got to pay attention and pick up and act on those signs. Yes, 100%. And the thing with visualization is it's quite an active mind process. So you're actually utilizing all your senses and it is a helpful ritual for kind of becoming more self-aware. But I highly recommend any kind of morning ritual where you sit down and you just spend five minutes with yourself and you just breathing, tuning within. Some people like to do it like when they're doing stretching or yoga or journaling. Whether you're just sitting, I journal. Yeah, listen to music, yeah, journaling. Because the thing is is that you do get signs. And the signs might be your boss repeatedly treats you like trash. Mm. Well, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. It's not a healthy place. Or the sign might be you've got a great company and a great job and it pays you really well and you wake up every morning with dread yeah. and you can't, cannot bear to spend another day there because you know it's not the place for you. You know it doesn't light your heart. That's a sign. People are like, I need a sign from the universe. I'm like, what more sign do you yeah. need than you wake up every day? feeling like you want to crawl back under the covers because the universe or life or whatever you want to call higher intelligence is breathing through you and beating your heart. And it gives you signs by way of your intuition. So if you want a sign, listen deeply inside of yourself. But I did make a video on YouTube, six signs it's time to change direction. And people really love that because it's really clear, common indicators that something is not right and that you need to make a different choice. Not necessarily some big leap of change, but some kind of change of direction or adjustment is needed. Really common things like your body. If you start ignoring signs in your life and in your intuition, your body usually starts calling out to you and telling you. Yeah. And that will often be one that is at the very tail end of you being able to take any more of a problem because your body's so resilient. But, you know, when things start breaking down, um, you start hitting up against walls. You know, I think dead, what we call dead end, what I call dead ends, denials or delays, mm. people get really frustrated with them. Like, this is life. Like, if you were to wake up every morning and go, okay, life, this is a game. I got gotcha. you. There's all these things that happen, and I'm going to look for the meaning and the value in every situation. I'm going to take each thing as an assignment that's asking me to be my best self. What does this dead end tell me? What did I learn? What is this delay in getting what I want asking me to practice? Is it asking me to practice humility or patience? Yeah. Or is it is it forcing me to practice being a better communicator? Like, where are the opportunities? Because one thing you learn in life is that no one's coming to save you. And I remember one day just realizing, if I pick up the phone, and call my long-suffering sister one more time to complain about this issue. <laughs> she can't do anything to change it. So I just realized one day that I have no one is going to change this for me, whether it's being unhappy in my job or being like my 12-year occupational overuse, stress, muscle, pain problem, whatever it was, no one else is going to change it. So I have got this one life, what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do? Because no one else is going to do it for me. And you realize you've got to get your inside sorted out. Belief, thought, feeling. 
Yeah. Everything. So let's help people get jump started. Talk, talk to the beginners out there. Where should they start be? And I know you have some treats for us. So go ahead. Yeah. So um, just remember when you're doing visualization, all it is, don't, that there's no big magic thing. Yeah. You just close your eyes, imagine what you want, feel good about it. If you did it for only 60 seconds, you're winning. Yeah. If that's all you And you know what? Pro tip, play some music that makes you feel amazing. Mm. Play it on your on your smartphone. Play it loud. Sit for 60 seconds while you're listening to your favorite song play and imagine yourself being happy in the end result of what you want. If that's all you did and you did that once a day, you'd be winning. But there are two audios that I've got for you. Um, one is a six-minute morning daily goal visualization. So you plug it in, you listen to it. It will guide you to visualize the outcome you want and it will set you in the right energy for the day. So people can go to thedailypositive.com forward slash visualize. Excellent. Excellent. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. And then we are definitely talking during a time of the pandemic. And we do hope that 21 uh, provides a lot of new opportunities for people. Leave us with something uplifting of something positive for some of the folks who are struggling out there, maybe because their job is about to end or because of their own circumstances. You know, how can they stay positive through this time? Yeah, perfect. Um, I think it's really important to support your mental and emotional state every single day. So, and it makes a dramatic difference. I've had people reach out to me say, look, I've listened to your affirmations for 30 days in a row. I've stopped smoking. I've lost weight. I feel amazing. I've never felt better in my life. If you just do one thing and you were to do nothing else, listen to something powerfully positive every single morning for a few minutes. Like I've got a career audio for your listeners as well, thedailypositive.com forward slash career. You can download that for career and business and professional success, and it will completely shift your mindset. Even if you've lost your job, even if your job's ending, even if you've been unemployed and you're looking for work, even if you're feeling unappreciated in your job, it doesn't matter what your situation, listen to that every morning and it will completely shift your perception of life, work, yourself, and your relationship with that part of your life. And the last thing is to please, please know that every person has a very important place on this planet and serves a very important purpose. You are here for reason. You are here for purpose, including in the work vocational business that you might do during your lifetime, whatever shape or form that may take. You don't need to prove yourself to anybody And in the career business arena, that is all you are left feeling like you have to do. I understand. But just remember, if you're going for a promotion, if you're going for a new job, if you're unemployed and you're struggling to find work, whatever it might be, you don't have to prove yourself. Just show up and let your true self shine and trust that the place you are meant to be will see it. We are so lucky. B, you are so generous with your time and your resources, again, to have so much for people online that is free. I can't thank you enough, and I really thank you for spending this time with us today. You're so welcome. It's been a pleasure. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to stay in touch. Okay, thanks again, B. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Job Talk Weekly. If you like the podcast, and we hope you do, the best thing you can do is to subscribe and forward it to your friends. We'd love to hear what you think. So please rate and review us or send us a quick email to info at jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time.